0: Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Verse 2. Being tempted for 40 days by the devil, and in those days, he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. I'm going to say some things which you might have noticed before. You're, you're looking at your Bibles too, right? Not only the Bible here. Yeah, you know, you're looking at the Bible that you have in your hands too. Let me start off by saying something. People believe that Jesus had three temptations. Correct? Yes? No? Not correct. You're very quiet. Talk to me. Can you talk to me? Can you respond? If you sit like this, I would think like you don't want to hear, don't want to do. You want to just go home and go sleep. Watch. Verse 1, let them see it. Returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into where? See, read this. Was led by the Spirit. You mean, oh, Spirit, what Spirit? The Holy Spirit led Jesus. Today is your day of promotion. One amens, good. Okay, okay. What I declare, you got to catch it and receive it. Come on, people. You you know how the prophetic works. Don't, don't sit on your mouth. You can sit everywhere, you know, but don't sit on your mouth. God likes, every time God sends an angel, God does something. He likes a responding crowd. This is how God works. When God spoke to Moses, he wanted Moses to respond to him. This is how it works. Okay, let's try again. Then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's make it clear. Who? Louder. He was filled with the Holy Spirit, not little, filled to the brim, overflowing, filled. Returned from the Jordan, the place he got baptized, and was led by the Spirit. Not led by a man, not led by anybody else. He was led by the Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. Into the wilderness. Oh my God. Goodness, sometimes we think when we get filled with the Holy Spirit, God has to take us to the promised land. I'm debunking your theology right there. Before you enter the promised land, God has to take you through the wilderness. Are you already hating my sermon? It's not me, it's in the Bible, okay? You can go challenge the Bible, okay? was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. But you need to ask why? Have you heard heard people say, I wanna be filled with the Spirit and I will have an amazing life? Not true. (laughs) I know. Before you hate me, before you jump guns and say, I don't know what this preacher is speaking, hear me out fully. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit but if you do not enter through the Spirit to a dimension of power and authority, being filled with the Spirit, you'll still live defeated. Oh my goodness. You're very quiet. Why are you so quiet? Huh? That's heavy. You're listening. I like it. You know, people say, I want to be filled. I want to be filled. Yes, my brother. Yes, my sister. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and he will remain as a filling. But he will not be operating. Oh my goodness, a mic drop revelation. You can be filled with the spirit, but you're not letting him function. So for you to allow the spirit to function, when the Holy Spirit begins to function through your life, not just sitting filled, getting it? Am I making it easier to understand? Okay, I have a cup of water, wonderful. This water, glass of water, being filled will do nothing. (laughs) Is it quenching my thirst? It's filled. I'm going to say something. Most of the Christians of today's generation live defeated, even though you're filled with the Holy Spirit, because you don't know to function through the filling of the Holy Spirit. You're just wanting to be filled and do nothing about it. And if the enemy comes and pokes this glass, the water goes out, right? If it's a paper cup, I poke it, the water is gone. The filling is gone. Correct? and they look for another filling. But the thing is, if you can, I'm doing a, I'm not going to deep sermon today, just light sermon, okay? Next week, we'll go to another series. We'll have to go to the prophets series, okay? So, so if this was not just a filling, but the filling gets to decide what the glass should do. Now when you bring something to poke, The filling will rise up and say, you can't poke me. I resist you. I fight you back. Then it is not you being filled with the spirit. You're functioning through the spirit. That is why the book of Acts is the acts of the Holy Spirit. Come on, talk to me. It's not just the acts of the apostles. It's the acts of the Holy Spirit through the... God. Talk to me, apostle. Meaning, you can be filled, but the filling has to take over. The filling has to take charge. The filling has to take over your life's functioning. The filling has to take over the acts, the steps, the things that happen in your life. So, you know, I meet many Christians. They're all, you know, I don't blame them because even I, I, I'm not saying this because I arrived, I know everything. Please understand my language. I am understanding these things. And when I say, you know, have you noticed people who are defeated about some one thing in their life constantly? You know, go and ask them. They will tell you, I'm praying for the Holy Spirit to fill me. Good. But they're not allowing the Holy Spirit to take over. There's a big difference. <laughs> Huge difference. You can be filled with the spirit, but the spirit has to take the reins of your life. That is when my sheep hear my voice is clear. Oh, come on now, come on, come on now. That is when Jesus's voice becomes clear. That is when he takes over. Bring the scripture back for me, please. So, and was led by the spirit. Jesus did not lead himself at this point. Wow. Come on, come on, that's good. The son of God did not lead himself. Oh my goodness. Jesus, the son of carpenter was done. Jesus Christ, the Messiah was acting and functioning. How? Because the Holy Spirit took over the reins of his life. The, the gears were shifted. The authority was handed over. The keys were handed over. The, the the access was handed over. Legally, now the Holy Ghost became the owner of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This one you have to celebrate. Don't sit like this. Life for The thing is, child of God, you can be as limited as you have been till this point. But the moment you give over the access to the Holy Ghost, He is unlimited. Do you feel this? Because when He takes over, He is like such an amazing God. He can use your smallest weakness to flog the mightiest enemy standing before you. Where is this in the scripture? That's why Jesus said, if I by the finger of God... Oh, come on! Connect the dots. Connect the dots. Why did Jesus make a statement like that? If I buy the finger of God, meaning the Holy Spirit, when He takes over, He can take your little finger. Very quiet And all you need to do is point the finger of God, and everything that is standing like a mountain will say yes, boss. You know, this is why Jesus said, if you can just speak to the mountain, meaning, if you can speak through me to the mountain, the mountain might not hear you, brother, because of you. Cannot hear you because of your life. Because of my life, the mountain might not hear. But the moment I switch over the ownership, it's like a house. Now, I am the house, but I'm not the owner. I've given my control to the Holy Spirit, everything to the Holy Spirit. Now, through this same voice, the Holy Spirit speaks and say, mountain, be uprooted and thrown into the sea. The mountain, even the mountain, the rocks cannot hear. But the rocks can do hear the creator who made it. You get it? Even though it doesn't have human ears, but it has a kind of ears to hear the one who said, let there be light, let there be gravel, <laughs> let there be soil, let there be mud. And when the atoms in the being of that mountain hears God frequency through your life, the mountain has to say, I don't care about him, I don't care about her. But there is somebody inside of them commanding me. I cannot ignore. It's the boss who created me. I have to approach and I have to move out of the way. This is called functioning through the Holy Spirit. So sorry, stop looking at your life. I'm teaching you now through the lens of your own limitation. If you can be filled with the Holy Spirit, can you start living your life through the Spirit? Everything around you will change. The same things that didn't hear you before will now pay attention to you. The same demons in your family which fought you will say, now, no, I can't do this. Now I have to back off. Now it's not him or her commanding me. It's the voice of the Holy Spirit commanding me. And then things begin to shift. I prophesy to you that this morning a shift is coming to your atmosphere. Can somebody receive it? I decree and declare to you that a Holy Spirit shift is coming to your life. It's no more the shift of a dry word and a dry season. No, 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 no. I decree and declare to you, you're coming out of your wilderness with power. You're coming out of your wilderness with authority. You're coming out of your wilderness with fruit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Come on, one more time, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Wow, 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 wow. You think, you are thinking, I'm ready for, you know how some people live? They're like, I have fought this one temptation for 10 years. Okay, they'll say, now after the 10th year, 11th year, when this temptation comes, I have studied all the strategies for 10 years. Come on, you're with me? steady 10 years long strategies to defeat this temptation, all the angles, you know, and they're ready to fight it. Still, they get tripped. And some will say, I just overcame that. And then the same temptation also has a mind of its own. It'll say, now I'll come, oh, he thinks he has studied me, now I'll come in another way in the 11th year. And you're like sitting and How do I calculate this? How do I stay victorious? Half of the Christians I come across, the believers, I'm not even talking about the world people, they're all manufacturing their breakthrough in their mind. That's why the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. If you know your own mind, then it's not the mind of Christ. But when you know the mind of Christ, he will tell you to operate outside of your box, outside of your zone, outside of your creativity. That's when creativity can flow through you. Breakthroughs can flow through you. The same job you did, now you're flogging it. You're like so victorious. The things that stressed you is not stressing you anymore. You're living a victorious life because you know what? You changed the reins. You're giving it to the Holy Spirit. You're not sitting and getting stressed. How do I overcome it? Now the Holy Spirit is taking the rain. And on the 11th year, when the Holy Spirit takes over the rain, all he's doing is, you sit down and calm down. Calm down. Take it easy. I am here to take care of you. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit becomes the one who leads you. And oftentimes, you ready for this? He'll take you to your own defeats. Did you know this about God? You are sitting and saying, I have to run from my problems. But do you know, okay, this is where, uh, sometimes people, I always step on toes. <laughs> but it is to wake you up to your reality in Christ. Okay, I, Me and my wife, we said, for years since I moved to America, God sent us to America for revival. When I came to America, I saw so many churches. And I said, So many churches are there. Why do they need me? I wanted to help people to stand up and fight for God. Sorry. Fight for God. But I kept looking at them. And God sent many pastors to be mentored under me and my wife. We started mentoring them. We will tell them what the word of God says. And they're so offended. I'm like, why is this not in your Bible? It is, but their eyes are not being opened to the spirit of wisdom and understanding and revelation. See, until something is revealed to you, it cannot be yours. You with me? You will not hate me for this, right? forgive me, okay? Never. Thank you. God bless you for that. You know, give me grace and hear this so that you won't have to sit through the same cycles of your life for decades. It can come to an end within a month if you will walk with God in this dimension. And I'm telling you, as I'm preaching this word, your spirit, you have a spirit, you know that, right? Your spirit man is becoming intelligent because the DNA of God's word is changing you from the inside. And when you change from the inside, your bones are covered with fire. And all of a sudden, you are being led by the Holy Spirit. Then you do things differently. The same person yelling at you five months ago, you're like getting nervous and shaking. Now when they're yelling at you, you're just looking at their face. "Uh, How can I help you? (laughs) You know what? Those words are falling on you, but you're like, teflon coated pan you know you don't cook or what I do cook eggs sometimes talk to me it's like let's continue business spill all your bitterness but I'm not letting it go inside of my heart inside of my spirit because I'm guarded and covered by an invisible force called the Holy Spirit he won't let me go bitter because I cannot go bitter and lose God in my life Oh, come on, somebody shout an amen to that. If you don't understand, the enemy is out there to hurt you. The enemy is out there to make you bitter. The enemy is there to, there to wound you and to terrorize your life with all this trauma. But you got to say, come what may. I have a God who can bring beauty out of ashes. You know what is that? He comes to the place where he says, okay, you can do nothing now, right? Now let me step in. He's that powerful church. You need to know he's that kind of a God. You know, this person who sent me the testimony, (laughs) I hope your testimony is helping people. Don't worry. You know, they're not here. They're from online. You know that healing was through online. One person wrote from India on YouTube. You know, you know, we have not even promoted our church address where we meet, you know that? We're only putting posts out now. You know why? Because we wanna grow as God is making us grow. We are, it's not about to fill this room. It is to fill your life with God. Yeah. It's not about just, it's not about just having, you know, like this and that. No, it is for the sake and for the reason called God. Yeah. America needs God again in a different dimension. Uh, You know, so, okay, let me come back here. So this person, when they sent the testimony, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. The person was forced to take what they took because the fear of losing job, and they took it. And the person was so broken that God cannot heal me now because I disobeyed. I had a conviction I should not take it. I still went in. you with me? Come on, talk to me, church. Can we be real? It's not about... Anti this and anti that. I'm not talking about. That. I'm talking about healing. Yes. Can you please? Don't politic. You know, let's not politicalize this. Let's look at it in the lens of God's heart for somebody whom He heals, right? Yes. So this person didn't want to take it, but was forced, in in because they have to eat food. You get it? They have to feed kids. They have to earn livinghood. So so the person said, "I'm going to take it." In the heart, she didn't want to. She took it. Now, for past, you saw the trend, right? That was only for this half a year we showed you. But this has been going on for longer. Okay? Was worried, scared, what's going to happen to their life? You know? And I remember July 16th, I came here. God started to talk. Were you in that room? In this room? He said, even if something was given to your blood, the blood of Jesus is more powerful. And he's about to show you that is not going to have power over you, but the blood of Jesus is going to heal your heart and that will poison, will have no more effect over your body. You know know what I'm saying? I said that and this person grabbed it. And you know what? The bigger miracle than the heart is, they understood that God loves them. (laughs) That person understood that this Jesus is so much bigger. That is why Jesus said in the beginning, Mark chapter 16, he said in the beginning, even if they will give you anything deadly to drink, you know what I'm saying? It will no by no means harm you or hurt you. God was saying, I'm bigger. The way I made you, the way I manufactured your DNA in your cells, they might try everything, but inside of you is the Holy Spirit who can debunk every. (laughs) Come on now. Because he's God. you getting this? So when, when, when I come across people with me still, you're not offended with me, right? I love all of you. I really do. I don't preach because somebody is telling me to I preach for Jesus, I'm not doing this for myself, okay, so so, so so when I look at people when they are struggling, when they're going through the same cycles of life I look at it and I say God why is this so and he's like they want me to be in their life they don't want me to take over their life. You with me? They want me to be in their life, but they don't want me to take over their life. Church, and I say church, even that hurts me sometimes. You know, nowadays Christianity is defined by church service you attend for an hour in a week. That is all your Christian life is. But is this meant to be so? You got to be walking with your maker 24 bar 7. He has to live through us, he has to shine through us, he has to show the world and say, You want to know I exist? Look at him. You want to know I exist? Look at her. God wants to make us a witness of what? Of his power, of his glory, his anointing, his authority. God is not looking at a billboard. God is looking at you, church. God is telling like, these are my witnesses. When you show up, they have to say, this is the proof that Jesus is alive in my generation. Come on, can somebody shout an amen for that? When, when people look at you, they should say, I, I don't know what all you're saying, but when I look at this one, I can tell you that God is alive. Because there is miracles, signs and wonders. And when they speak, I know this is God speaking. Come on now. So let's go back to the scripture. Before before it's one o'clock or one ten, don't look at your watches, okay? <laughs> you know, so, can somebody shout an amen? amen? Oh, we are so obedient. Hallelujah. So when, and was led by the Spirit. I have a saying, you know, you all want to run away from your problems. But you need to ask, is running away the solution? God, Wants to bless your, bless and rewire your identity from the inside out. If God, hear me, lets you run away from a problem and He shows you a solution somewhere else, you know, He's such a good father that He doesn't want to carry, doesn't want you to carry that scar of defeat for the rest of your life. Because that will build a theology in your head somewhere. You might not confess it. You might not say it. But you'll continue to live with it. Saying that God never gave me victory in this area. But yet, that is why there are moments I've seen in my own life. When I said, yes God, I love you so much. Thank you for filling me. Thank you for touching me. And God comes to me and says, so, are you ready now to test what I have blessed you with? And oftentimes, it's very scary. I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to go face this, face that. God is like, but how will you know that you have grown? How will you know that you have changed? How will you know that my existence is real in your life? I have to take you to that junction so that you can come face to face with the enemies you face, face to face with everything that has opposed you. And I have to prove to you from the inside out that I am God and I'm able to be greater than the one who's in the world against you. And the greater is he that is in you. This is what? Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Why people are stuck in wilderness forever. You know why? Because they don't know how to switch the infilling into the acts of the Holy Spirit. But I said already, I prophesy over you that a shift is coming to you that is hearing me today. All of a sudden, your your senses will pick up different habits. All of, a sen- all of a sudden, your heart will have a different rhythm. All of a sudden, your leading is shifting. You're moving away from fear. You're moving into courage. All of a sudden, you're not falling down. You're standing up. All of a sudden, you're like, Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Let's go, Holy Spirit. I'm with you. And something happens. Go to the next scripture. And come on, open your mouth and speak in the Spirit for 30 seconds. Praise Him, talk to Him, do something. Just connect with God. Lord, let your power flow into their brains right now. Let your power flow into their beings right now. Let inside of them, let there be an awakening today that my God is greater. Marasaka, I have the DNA of God inside of me. Greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Not by my might, not by my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Let this become real to them today, God. Look, verse 2. Read with me because my my spiritual father, Prophet Shaiju Matthew. Look, I'm a man under authority and I have authority. I'm not a freelancer, you know, I do whatever and then say God said it. No, 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 I have accountability. I submit. So he told me once while he was preaching, he said, you know, human beings have a nature of filling in the blanks. When they even read the Bible, he said. I'm like, wow. I said, that's so true. We fill in the blanks with our own ideas about God, you know. And I thinking that something happened to me. Next day, I opened my Bible. I was reading this chapter. That is when it dawned to me. I lived all my life thinking Jesus had only three temptations. All of you? rest of you don't want to nod, say nothing. You're like, oh, no, no, no. We don't want to say anything. The three temptations Jesus had in the wilderness, we thought it was only three. But can I reintroduce you to the word of God? Look at this. Read with me. Being tempted for how many days? By the 40 days. At least one temptation per day is 40. The Bible doesn't talk about it. Being tempted of the devil for 40 days. Read. Slowly, and in those days, he ate nothing while he was tempted. He fasted, correct? And afterward, meaning after those 40 days, came to a close. Am I making it up or is it in the Bible? Talk to me, please. If you're so quiet, I'm like wondering what's happening. And he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. Now he wanted to eat. Watch, 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 watch your Bible. And the devil, next scripture. And the devil said to him, Oof. are your eyes being open? Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, because there was something Are you with me? Yes. You with me? Please don't lose me now. Because the 40 days of temptation were all related to mankind. Are you with me? was related to the level of human beings. But after this, the final temptations was related. You with me? Don't miss me, please. Come on now. Okay, don't miss this, okay? This is gonna give you keys to unlock your spiritual life with God. Keys. I'm giving you keys right now. Yes, God is giving us keys. Till now, those temptations are whatever it could be. Okay? But now, the temptations are shifting to the highest level. And it starts with if you are the son of God. Identity. Identity. Who are you going to function as in this world? Oof, come on now. Hope you're listening in your spirit. Who are you going to function as in this world now? I've tempted you in everything you're related to in this world. I've tempted you. You know, with whatever in the world temptations, I've thrown all of it for you 40 days. But now I'm going to tempt you in another dimension. And this temptation is based on if you are the son of God, do you claim to be who you are? You know your identity, but I want to question that. I want to smash that identity out of your life. I want to remove the factor of identifying as the son of God. Son of God. You know what? The enemy fights you. He won't fight you if you have the Holy Spirit in your life. But when you identify yourself with the Holy Spirit, he'll come running to fight you. Because he knows. You can have a gold key in your house. Sit with it and do nothing. He won't be bothered. But when you want to use the gold key, that is when he will want to come. You can have power and do nothing with it. He won't be bothered. But when you're waking up to a new reality in God, He is like, oh no, I cannot let them be. I have to fight them. Before they subdue me, I have to rise up against them. And this is, and the devil was the final thing was, if you are the son of God, if you are. Why? The chapter before, God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. You know something? The biggest ammunition, for you to allow the Holy Spirit to work through your life is identity. Yay. Nobody gave you this key. I know that. You're also quiet. The biggest way, the, the, the most powerful way for you to flow through the Holy Spirit is identity. You can pray for 40 days and you will go into the desert. You can fast for 40 days, you'll be in the wilderness. But what brings you out of that wilderness with power and authority is you, your identity of yourself with God. Look, and the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, I'm not going into, it's a different kind of a message. I'm not going into that. But this is what I want to show you that happened in verse 14 of the same chapter. Maybe read verse 13. We'll talk about that another day. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, oof, not just three. Can somebody tell me the difference with three and every? (laughs) Let's make a math. Because if you think I'm not preaching from the Bible, we have in our hands. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, possible, every everything that he has known since how many thousands of years ago right, right? Yeah. BC before Christ <laughs> during Christ <laughs> from the Gen- book of Genesis till then every temptation he tried all his tricks now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him he had no more tricks left in his shoulder, no, not in his sleeve right no more tricks left in his sleep. <laughs> Thank you. You know, he had no more temptations left in his sleep. He departed from him until an opportune time. He just didn't leave him. He said, "Okay, I will manufacture something and I'll come back." You know, he's like, "Let me go think of another brilliant idea to bring the son of God down." He went. This. I have to go to next verse, please. Then everybody said, "Then." Come on, out loud. Read it for me. Then this is very important. Then he returned with power. I'm gonna change something today. Your temptation is your gateway for power. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are. You you know you're gonna look at things differently. Every time you you get a temptation, you gotta say, I'm getting ready for a promotion in the spirit. Yeah. This time when I overcome that. Yeah. Then I weld power in that area. Yeah. Now I have power, yeah. come on now. Now I have power. Every time the enemy wants to bring it on, you, you got to say, this is now time for promotion. Yeah. I'm telling you something, you'll overcome once, you'll overcome twice, you'll overcome thrice, it becomes a new trajectory for your life. Your identity begins to grow from glory to glory, Christ-like, from image to image, glory to glory, power to power, dimension to dimension, you will find yourself in a different location in the spirit. Now, the petty demons that want to fight with you are like, I don't have time for you. I don't have you know, you know, some people, they don't even move past forgiveness. They don't move past wounds. They don't move past hurts. But, but time will come in your life when you're growing from glory to glory. You're like, this doesn't matter. I am on a trajectory to be the son of God likeness on this earth. Just as he was. So am I on this? That's what, you know, when you walk in this, did you get a key today? No more you're fearing temptation. Oh my God, what's going to happen? You're going to say, you know what? Holy Spirit, today is the day. Let's see this through. Let's finish this through. Let's overcome this through. Let me rise up in your spirit and come out with power. Come out with authority. And all of a sudden, your promotion is clear. In the realms of the spirit, the demons are like, oh, we lost it. You need to ask, why do they come? They come to leak your filling. But when the filling becomes your protection, oh, when the filling becomes your unction, the unction to function becomes your territory. And then you are like, okay, now let's go. Come on, lift up your voices and celebrate this grace. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Jesus. The fear of being misunderstood is broken from your life. Sister, the Lord is telling me to tell you, the fear of being misunderstood is being broken. There is going to be something that's going to happen in your life from today. All of a sudden, you'll find people understanding you. All of a sudden, you'll say, Oh, wait a minute, what's happening? All of a sudden, now there is peace. All of a sudden, people are understanding me. All of a sudden, I feel I belong. Something is shifting. I break that limitation off of your life. You will not be misunderstood. In fact, they will find you as a talented one. I prophesy over you in the mighty name of Jesus. There is talent in your life which you are yet to discover. I'm not simply saying this to motivate you. You have talents which are going to be precious. Reco Santa, Merasata, Kesorokoniante, Zecorianta. Can somebody open your mouth and say, Now on, I shall not live for the opinions of people, but I'm going to live for the opinion and the audience of one. His name is Jesus. Yeah. Oh, recombracete, Zecoriata, Zecoriante, Leboniante, Zeforianto, Roboriaha. Oh, Zakanayanta thank you Lord Jesus can I give you a story to close yes, yes. if you didn't hear my sermon I should at least give you a story right yes. I like stories yes. you like stories yes. let's connect the dots yes. okay is God speaking to you today yes. is God is God getting you ready oh it's interesting when God takes you to your wilderness you will say where is God he's inside of you uh this one you have to celebrate. Come on now. He's ready to step out of you. Let him step out. Ah, uh, let him gush out of you. Let him rise out of you. You're telling where God Where? Look inside. He is in me. Come on now by the finger of God I shall cast out demons by the word of my mouth I shall restore generations because the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord Jesus Christ he has anointed me Mambra, ah, Something is happening right now There is a kind of power That you cannot miss It's coming like electricity into your bones Receive, 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 receive Oh in the wilderness Stop looking in the wilderness Which which sand dune? Do I need to dig here? God, where are you? So hot, which water can where? God is like, stop looking at the wrong place Look inside of you Greater is he that is in you Than he that is in the world He is looking to prove your enemies wrong. What you're feeling right now in your spirit. This is not a wrong choice. This is the place you belong in the spirit. The place to understand God. The place to receive his words. The place to rise up from the inside out. The place to become a witness of the Holy Spirit. You're called for something more. You're not going to read. You know what? I told God one day. I said, God, I don't want to read about miracles. God said, no, no, you have to. Because one day when I start doing that, you will have a reference point. I was shocked. I was shocked when I heard God say that. Do you know that? When God said that, I was like, God, what is this? There has to be moments in your life when you're about to see greatness. You have to fight it in the seed level. When you see that one headache go, celebrate as if you have raised the dead. I'm telling you, I'm giving you keys. When you see one stomachache disappear, celebrate as if God did an astounding miracle. How much more proof do you need, church? We serve a living God. He's not done with you. He's not done with me. He's not done with anybody in this room. Give him a chance. Take the reins out of the wheel of your life. Give it to him. And see what he will do. He will shock you. What you could not do in decades, all of a sudden, you'll see walking into it. You will see holding it in your hands. You will see celebrating it before your eyes. And you will see, oh, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Today's church, if you speak in tongues, they're like, why do you have to speak in tongues so much? Brother, keep your theology to yourself. I'm better off with God than defending a thing that I've witnessed is true in my life. Yes. Then people fight. Why spiritual fatherhood and son? You know, they fight this thing. Then why do you need to read the letters of Paul in the Bible? All of it were written for his spiritual children and his churches. Yes. Corinthians. Can you mention people? Romans. All those were his letters to his church, his people. Timothy, my son. Hey, no, no, no. Why are you doing? Come on, church. Stop fighting over the word of God. Don't. Just embrace what God is doing. What was the call of Elijah? He said, I'm coming to restore the sons and daughters. I'm adding daughters too. Okay. Sons and daughters back to God. Back to the fathers. And fathers back to the sons of daughter. What was Jesus' number one calling? Not Messiah. (laughs) Okay, I know. You think Jesus' number one calling was to be Christ. Correct? But it had another root calling. You know what it is? To be the son of God first. Oof, this one you need to celebrate. Don't sit. It was big. You know, what did God say from heaven? This is my... He didn't say this is Christ the Messiah. He said, if you can be my beloved son, out of that identity, you will be the savior of the world. Out of that identity, you will bring restoration. Out of that identity, you will function as Christ the Messiah that is sent. Jesus' number one calling was not to be Messiah to the world. It was to be the Son of God to His Father in heaven. He said, I do what my Father is doing. I see what He's doing. It was a whole revelation of sonship. If you miss this peace, church, you will be an orphan in this world. I don't want anybody to be an orphan in the Spirit. You need to have a connection with God the Father. Ah, Rebuniyantharabha roboko Sika, Mambra Seforiante, shita. Come on, open your mouth and pray in the spirit. Five more minutes, five more minutes, there's something God wants to talk to you. Zebroko God is healing somebody's elbow. There was a potter who made three different pots. Just here. Okay. Don't think too much. Just here. He made three pots first pot, he put it through fire for one hour. And the pot started crying, he said, it's too much, I can't take it. I don't feel your love. I feel fire. You left me alone. I don't want to be here. I'm abandoned. I'm rejected. Please don't do this to me. And the maker opened the door, took the pot out and he said, oh, my little pot, I love you so much. Put it on his cart. Took the second one. Put it in for three hours. At the end of two and a half hour, the pot starts saying, Master, don't leave me. I'm dying here. I can't take this anymore. I don't want to live like this. I'm so burning in this fire. I don't hear you. I don't sense you. I just feel so abandoned. I'm so rejected but I know you put me here, but still I don't want to stay here. The potter opened the door, took the second pot out of the furnace. Okay. The third pot, he put it in. Six hours. Eight hours. Ten hours. The twelfth hour, the master came. He opened the door. You're hearing me, church? And the pot was crying, weeping. No complaints. He took the pot. and The pot said, I trusted you because you made me. You gave me life. And I trusted you that you brought me into this fire. You brought me into this wilderness. And I trust you because you made me. I just wanted to trust you because you are my God, you are my maker. The potter took the pot, put it on his cart. He went out for a sale to sell the three pots. People came with me. People came first, he said, hearing me, right, he said, $100. $500, $10,000. And the guy said, all look alike, all look same quality. What's the big deal? I'm going to take the one which is the cheapest. The person left. Another one came. He said, $500, $10,000. He said, what are you, nuts? This is, what kind of a comparison is this? said, that's what I'm going to sell it for because I, know, because I know what this has gone through and this is more valuable to me. So the guy said, give me the 500 one. He took it and he left. At the end of day, the 10,000 one was never sold. The 10,000 pot was looking to the potter and said, I'm sad I'm not being sold. I'm sad. I'm not bringing you profit. The potter kept smiling. The end of day, the potter took the pot and he said, you're so valuable to me. In the first place, I never wanted to sell you. <laughs> because you mean something to me than the rest. I know what you have been through and what you have overcome. And what you're trusted that I can do through your life. Come, be part of my household. You're going to be my personal one sitting with me. People of God, life can treat you like that. But can you trust your maker? Can you allow the Holy Spirit to take the wheels the reins of your life. No matter what you go through, you're going to come out like gold. You're going to come out like gold. You're going to come out like gold. And your value (laughs) can never be compared to the other one. Your history with God (laughs) changes you. Shatara Bakasi. Come and rise up to your feet.